Podcast. Highly encouraged to drop down into the heart space rather than the head space because the heart space is really what life. I'm tingling again, Harrison. And with a client yesterday, I give an example. Um, in three minutes, in three minutes, because she's been just, you know, in like scatters and tatters, doesn't know kind of which direction to take. In three minutes, she felt at peace, connected to her heart, and energized. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful souls, to the Cosmic Love Antenna, another episode here with me, your host, Harrison, and my surprise, beautiful guest, who I'm going to introduce in two seconds here. But before we get into it, I want to send some gratitude energy out into the energetic podcast space and thank all of you for starting to listen and tune in and give feedback on this podcast. I've only started this, you know, very recently and I'm already getting so much love and, you know, comments and and points of perspectives on what I'm trying to create here. And I just, I received the love and I send it back. So thank you to everyone that's tuning in. I want to get into this conversation today because I don't want to waste any time and I can't wait for you to hear this beautiful woman's voice. My guest today is Kathy Carr. She is a fellow holistic Czech trained practitioner, coach, wellness warrior. She spends a lot of time working with women over the age of 45. She is, like I just mentioned, trained under the Czech system of holistic lifestyle coaching and working as a practitioner. But to end it there would be a crime because this powerful being is a loving heart, deep and expansive in the gifts that she's sharing with the world. And she is one of the people that have inspired me to share my light with the world. So I'm excited for you to get to meet her today. Kathy, welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna. Oh, Harrison, thank you so much. What a beautiful welcome. I've got tingles all over me and you've made my eyes wet. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a new record. I think that's like two minutes, two minutes in. (laughs) It so is. Pleasure to be on your show. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Kathy. And I'm, uh, I'm manifesting it now, but you know, you're, you're the first Czech practitioner that I've brought on, right? You know, for people that don't know, a big part of my journey is being trained uh, under the Czech Institute. And we're going to probably get into that a little bit today in our chat, but um, Kathy, you're the first fellow member within that Institute and you're so much more than that, but um, I'm excited that you're here today and I'm, I'm manifesting more people that are in this. If you're listening to this, if you're another Czech practitioner, reach out to me. Cause I always love, you know, people that have followed a similar path to me because I know we can go deeper on the topics that matter. So thanks for being here, Kathy. Thanks for having me. Yes, and I love that we uh, we met on Clubhouse and, you know, things don't happen, you know, coincidentally. We were supposed to connect and it was just fascinating that you're studying the same thing I am. So thank you so much. The, the love, our love antennas met together <laughs> and they pulled each other. So true. Kathy, I want to start this conversation as I always do here with getting a little bit of a history and a background about the loving light that you are in this world. So I'd love to pass you the mic to give us, you know, 
you know, as concise and as brief as possible. I know there's so much in your journey that you can share. I want to hear a little bit about, you know, your journey to becoming a holistic practitioner, you know, maybe a bit about, a bit about how your story has shifted and changed throughout the years, maybe some pain teachers that have come up to help you be the person that you are today. And I also, if you feel called, I want to hear about why you picked the Czech way of sort of training and coaching people. What comes up around all that? Wow. Okay. How long do we have? You said brief, as much as in depth and as brief as as possible. Okay. So um, I've been in the health and fitness space for over 29 years. I think this is my 29th year. And I, in my 20s, I was doing lots of workouts and things like that. I'll, I'll do, I will cut it short. After my children, they were um, well, three. Kathy, and- let, me, let me interrupt you for two seconds. With those questions, you know, you don't, don't worry about keeping it too short. Just, you know, I, I like planting those seeds just to see what they stimulate. So I trust whatever you want to speak is what we need to hear. Okay. So yeah, my background has always been in movement and health and fitness. I have been trained as a group fitness instructor and personal trainer. And I thought I was doing pretty well until I had my two children um, at the age of 34 and 36. And by continuing to live the lifestyle that I was doing, I was working a 40-hour week in four days. I was basically working to keep my children in childcare. I had my own clients. I was teaching about six classes a week, you know, some two or three classes per day. And I got to a point of burnout and it was a really hard place to be in because these little guys needed their mama to look after them. But I'd put everyone else before my own needs. And as I said, I thought I was a fit individual, but fit doesn't mean necessarily healthy. So there can be a lot of fit, sick people. And Harrison, mm. we see them all the time, right? Um, and so Kathy, I- let, me, uh, let me jump in there. And it sounds like you might be about to share it with us. What was the, what was the wall that you hit? So was this more of a gradual thing or did you get to a point where you were sort of forced to see it. I got glandular fever. So I was, yeah, slammed. Like you get there to a is. point where that's the big pain teacher. There it is. So I was um, recommended that I stay at home and be in bed for six weeks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've got two babies to look after and, you know, a business to run a family. But um, so that was the biggest t- pain teacher. And from that, at that time, my husband was navigating his way through the Czech training. So, you know, we were listening to Paul Czech a lot. Um, you know, I was listening to his videos and his voice pretty much 24-7 or when we're sounds, in that waking hours. It sounds familiar. Uh, sounds very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my well, life you, right now. Right. <laughs> you just, you're consumed by it, right? Anyway, it wasn't until my husband went and did the first level of the holistic lifestyle coaching, which is basically a course for everyone and anyone. And he came home after that weekend and was like, right, was so passionate, was very motivated to clear the house of, you know, every food that wasn't serving us, you know, everything that he learned and brought on board, he wanted to do a big clear out. Let let me jump in here, Kathy, because this is 
and this is one of the questions and I'm happy that your story has taken, is we're up to this part of your story. I want to, you know, I think a lot of people are still very unaware of the, the Czech system, even though it's expanding more and more year by year due to his, you know, him and the Institute's impact on the world. I want to just explain, and then I want to get your feedback on sort of why this resonated for you so much. Cause I, I often get this question, Kathy, and I'm sure you do as well from other practitioners or other people wanting to expand their light in the world. You know, they see maybe things that I do, maybe things that you do. And they're like, how do I do that? Right. How do I, how do I take this step? And I'm biased and say, you know, you should come to the Institute, right? You should come to this, this lens and right. It's, it's most likely not going to be correct for everyone. And just for new people to the Institute, I'd recommend you look into it, listen to Mr. Paul Check's podcast. That's how I got into it. Read his books. But I'm wondering for you, Kathy, at this stage in your journey, and I know your partner was a big part of it. How did you know that this was the step that you needed to take based off where you were at? I, it wasn't until I did the HLC one course, because it's very difficult and very confronting when someone says you should do this, this, and this, and you got to do this and you got to do that. And it's usually kind of, we take a step back and go, whoa, hang on a minute. So I can't tell you how much time in that space from, you know, when he did it, but it wasn't until when I did the course, then I did all that clear out because I pretty much, you know, run the household as, a, you know, many women do. Um, but it wasn't until I did that. And then I started changing incrementally. So little bits, you know, if it was just adding more water and, you know, I loved it so much and I found such a difference for my own well-being, but for my family and my two boys, you know, at such a young age. So my, you know, my youngest was brought up on organic food from nine months of age. So just to sit, I keep getting tingles. It's all that beautiful energy. Mm. And um, I love it when you do that too. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's your signature sound, Harrison. Yep. I'll, uh, I'll, um, add a, I'll add it to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it you know, when you see results, when you feel the effect in your own physiology, when you see the behavior changes from what my son's, you know, what I thought was good and changing that, you know, when you see it before your eyes, when you feel it in your own body, um, I needed to do more. So how could I do more? And then it carries over to how many people am I able to share this with? So it was my clients first, always myself, you know, tried to, you know, spread it out to the family, but that's, you know, that comes against with a bit of resistance. So I did HLC too. And, you know, um, we became very good friends with Paul and um, Vidya and, you know, Penny as well, who's Paul's, Paul's people, Paul's family. Um, and, and it was energizing. That, it sounds like it was it was slowly energizing you, Kathy. So right? incredibly energizing. Yep. And it's then when you do the when you do a program of that caliber with people, the connection is incredible. So you're on the same journey and you go through you go through the course together. I mean, there's friends that, you know, I'm I still in contact with from courses I did in 2011, closer even now, kind and of brings people, us to full circle. <laughs> and people you're attracting, continually attracting, right? That's how we first met, right? So it's interesting here, Kathy, and I want to make this clear for maybe people looking in and make this 
more of a expand it beyond the check elements that we're hitting on here. And I want to go a little bit deeper into it because there's so much I want to share within the check lens. But if you're listening to this and you're either a, a person that's looking to heal and move through their, their healing journey, go through their own pain teachers or, or B two, if you're a practitioner that's looking for a different perspective, a different lens, a different set of tools to add to your already expanding, you know, medicine bag, I think the main message here is to listen to how it makes you feel, right? And Kathy, for you, both in your family and how it was energizing you and then being able to add that passion to the world, you know, I'm hearing very same, I'm feeling and hearing and, and sensing same messages in my journey, right? The, why, the reason, I want, to be very, I want to be very frank and very transparent. The reason that I'm here having this conversation with you, Kathy, a big part of it is because I went through that system is because I went through that institute and it all started with a choice, started with a choice that came from a feeling. So I want to encourage people listening, make space for that feeling to occur, because if you tune into that feeling, it's going to direct you to the spaces and places and people that you need to be. I want to shift here a little bit to something that you hit on briefly, but I want to go deeper into and I know this is probably part of your practice and something we were speaking about together when we first started talking and spending time together. And it's the principles from the Czech Institute that I think we could all really learn from. And it's the thinking, breathing, eating, drinking, sleeping, and moving. What are your thoughts and feelings around the significance this has had? Just those simple, those simple yet foundational principles. What are your feelings around how they've impacted your life and how they've allowed you to help other people? Life-changing is one word. I think it's a word that is repeated just after the first level. Um, it It's a very comprehensive program, as you are well aware, and there's other different branches as well. Um, I found that I was able to progress through blockages or um, blockages that I didn't even know that were there and going deep into that mental and emotional coaching and the spiritual coaching, you know, it's, it's more than the physical, it's more than, as you said, the six um, foundations, but, you know, there was weight that I needed to shift that, you know, I was eating well and I was moving and I was doing all the things, but, you know, it wasn't until I went really deep of, you know, going back to the child, you know, the wounded child and how I was programmed, the the comments that, and I know this is your big joy. Now I'm tingling. I know, and I'm, we're doing it together. It's magnetizing. <laughs> Um, so there was a lot of dogma that I had to face um, talking about how I was brought up, how what areas I was taught and how I was taught, um, and I just couldn't remember. So, you know, to delve into that and to heal my own demons, uh, you know, it, that's a continual basis. I think we never – we continue to grow. The more layers that we start to shed, we find a whole lot more, mm. <laughs> a whole mo lot more layers under there. So I found that once I healed my own dogmas, um, some of the beliefs that I was holding on to a cellular level, 
when we heal ourselves, then we're able to authentically give to others. So I couldn't give what I really wanted to give until I had that or cleared that in my own. And again, that's continual through the journey, but it's been absolutely life changing and continual to, to do so. All right. So a couple things here. <laughs> Firstly, the, those, those foundational principles, you know, for me, I think just resonating and feeling what you're saying, Kathy, you know, I think a lot of people, especially when they look to, when they make the shift from maybe allopathic and, you know, symptom-based healing to more holistic, natural healing, it's a, it's a big transition and it's empowering, but it's also very, it can be overwhelming for people because there's even those principles that I just outlined, right? The thinking, the breathing, the drinking, the eating, the moving and the sleeping, that's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. However, what we need to remember is that all those things we can do right now, right? I, I, we often get stuck in the mindset of going to someone else to help us with our challenges. And do not get me wrong with my words here. We need help, right? We are powerful beings, but sometimes those layers that are stacked on top, many of them, those emotional traumas and those things from our past, we need, we need help to move through those layers to come back to our truth. But I want to remind people that there is always something we can do, right? So when I think about those foundational principles, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Kathy, what those foundational principles remind me of is that, okay, maybe I can't go to the coach or the therapist or the, the, the doctor this afternoon to go get my blood tested or to work out what is the protocol for me right now that is best. But what I can do is I can go to my sink and make sure I have a filter on my tap or I can make sure when I go to the supermarket this afternoon, instead of going to the refined food section, I go get some organic apples to, to vitalize and empower my detox pathways. Does that make sense? Kathy, does that resonate? 100%. 100%. Beautiful. One thing I might add is, you know, it is, it can be over, overwhelming, but it, uh, it is the foundation and we can simplify things. You know, it's, you know, asking yourself, what is it do I need right now? When we have the pain teacher of, you mm. know, as we've talked about briefly, when that comes up, when I have a niggle, when I have a pain, you know, if I've hurt myself, Rather than going to that allopathic, the this for that approach, yeah, coming back into my own. Okay, so what is it that I may have done to create this? What can I go back and maybe do something or how can I do it differently to, you know, prevent the pain teacher coming to visit again? So, yeah, I just thought I, I'd add that because it, it can be overwhelming, but these it is a foundation and nothing is separate. Can't mm-hmm. do one without the other, Yeah. The way that we do one thing is the way that we do all things, Kathy. Everything. I let's let's backtrack a little bit because you 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 hit on something that I can't not not talk about, and I want to come back to the emotional side of things, the the feelings and the sensibilities. And it's been interesting to look at my own journey and how I have just again being totally transparent. I started this work as a personal trainer. And then I shifted, I was the sort of personal trainer that would be in the gym asking in between sets, each client would be asking them. So what happened last night? What did you, what happened on the weekend with your, with your family? What, um, how are you going with that, that relationship dynamic? How, what's, what's, how are you feeling about what your dad said on the weekend in between the sets and lifting them? And at the time I thought I was 
I, I thought I was normal. I thought that was a standard personal trainer thing to do. And I found out very quickly that I was standing out and there was something else calling to me. And what I'm, what I'm emphasizing here, what I'm trying to say is that I know for me that the emotional and sensual and feeling part of our healing journey has always been so important. So I'm wondering, Kathy, you know, maybe in the work that you do with your beautiful beings that you support, where does this factor in? And you've already hit on it a little bit with the inner child, but where does this factor in within your coaching practice? Right. So for example, someone comes to see you, they want to lose some weight, right? You say, okay, let's, let's get some organic food into your body. Where does, where do you start helping them with this emotional and, and feeling side of things? Once there is trust is one, because, you know, it's very vulnerable for us to express, you know, our deepest, I guess, traumas. So I wait for the trust. And yeah, the nutrition, I find all the nutrition comes first too, because if someone, someone isn't thinking clearly or they've got loss of direction or they don't know why they're feeling the way they do, let's just get some mental clarity through the food, hydration, pumping the system. And then it's usually like you've just like we're having a conversation and if something comes up, I'll ask them about that, you know, because if they're if they're expressing it already, like we have been and you've just said, okay, I just want to touch base on that. You know, where can you talk a little bit more about that? That's how I do it. It's, you know, it really depends on the client and are they willing to express you know from a deeper level but there has to be a level of trust first and I you know I I like to think I do that you know I hold a safe container for for my clients to express I have been known to uh make them cry on the first session <laughs> I have one I have one client that says why do you make me all the cry all the time I'm not a crier and I said this is a blessing I don't yes. mean to do it you know this is something that is Either come the tingles again. And this yeah. is why I love what I do when we can surprise ourselves or, you know, I can, my business coach like to say, you have a way of shocking people, but you do it in a nice way, <laughs> you know? So it's, you know, it's that what really, you know, I love that. If someone can come to a, um, an understanding of why they might behaving or, you know, acting out a certain way. That's just, yeah, phenomenal. It's just such a part of the beautiful growth and journey. Yeah. Kathy, it sounds like, actually hold that thought. Let's come back to that. Just, I want to make sure people heard the, the crying, I think often gets a bad rap crying and the release of tears in society at large has the connotation and this is a big part of my growth I've felt has the connotation of weakness has the connotation of taking a step back rather than taking a step forward right it means that you're that you're maybe showing a side of you that shouldn't be seen and I want to take this moment right now if you're listening to this I, I could not agree with Kathy more and ask you to take it a step deeper. I think, and this is where we're going to go next after this. I think, I feel, I know we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And one of the ways that spiritual being speaks through the human body is through those energetic, emotional, sensual, vulnerable expressions. 
So not only is crying healthy, I would take it a step further and say, it's actually you being more of what you actually are. Mm-hmm. So when you create the space for that, Kathy, you're allowing both of you to be in a space of homeness in many ways. Does that resonate? Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I'm hugging you and it's like, okay, put your head on my shoulder and let it out. And it's, yeah, it's, it's healing. It's a beautiful expression. You know, a lot of the time we can have those emotions when we listen to a beautiful music, beautiful music, or we watch a video or, you know, a beautiful movie, it sparks something inside of us that wants to express. And I encourage tears, you know, even any emotion, I think as a child, you know, we've been told, oh, don't be, don't cry or you've hurt yourself. Don't, it'll be fine. You know, man up, don't be silly you know, um, or girl up. Um, yeah. but it's, it's the inability to feel. And I think that's, what's been shut down in many of us. And that's what I encourage, you know, if you're angry, if you're irritable, we'll go and let it out in a way that won't hurt you or someone else. You know, if it, I like to get in the car and scream, my head off or go to the beach and pound or you know slap the water because it's freeing shaking I'm a big dent big dancer you know letting it out um I hope that kind of answers it does it does Kathy and it emphasizes and this is something that I try to promote as well you know emotion is energy in motion right And, and energy is neither created or destroyed it's either moving or transforming into something else and when we create the space for that to flow in the way that it needs to in the moment right through the splashing through the screaming through the crying through the shaking through the you know embracing and touching and sensing and feeling that's natural that's normal and that allows the energy to flow it's when we suppress and ignore and pretend it's not there right that's when we cause challenges right we know that the body keeps score Right. And if that emotion does not come through the space and place that it wants to, the body loves us. Right. And it's going to get our attention in some other way. Right. It's going to get our attention and maybe that acute shoulder pain. It's going to get our attention and maybe that chronic inflammation or hyper hypothyroidism due to the in, in, inability to express and release. Right. On that note, Kathy, I think this is a beautiful transition here into, you know, we've talked about we hit on those sort of physical elements a little bit. We talked about the feelings and the emotions. I'm wondering now if you can explain, Kathy, there's another dimension of what we are when it comes to our holistic healing journey and wanting to expand into what we are meant to be. And that is our spiritual health. That is our spiritual side, our spiritual connection. But what I find is challenging for a lot of people, and this is what I want your help with, is that it's hard to make the abstract, esoteric, spiritual elements and health actionable and practical for many people. So I'm wondering, Kathy, for you in your practice with clients or maybe in your own personal life, how do you make spiritual reconnection and spiritual health enhancement practical and and doable in your world? I... This happened yesterday. So, you know, if you're one who is seeking that connection, but um, I find that a lot of my clients are in their head 
You know, we feel that we need to feel a certain way. We need to get to a certain way, even if it's in meditation. You know, there's a idea, there's a place that we have to get to. So what I do with my clients for that connection is, you know, the beauty of Tai Chi, you know, just connecting with your breath, um, moving in a way that is not going to cause any pain, pain-free movement. Also highly encouraged to drop down into the heart space rather than the head space because the heart space is really what life I'm tingling again, Harrison. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's where Kathy, I have a theory. I know why. Well, I, I feel into that. You, when it's the love, right? The, this is the cosmic love antenna, and that we're going to come back to that love conversation in a second here. But the tingling, your love, I feel, is connecting to mine. I think that's what's happening. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's re- it's really good. Um, so yeah, I ask you know a, a coach them to drop into their heart, you know, even if it's just to breathe with a gentle movement of the hands. And with a client yesterday, I give an example, um, in three minutes, in three minutes, because she's been just, you know, in like scatters and tatters, doesn't know kind of which direction to take. In three minutes, she felt at peace, connected to her heart and energised And she said that all in one. And, you know, that's the beauty about what we do. So having that connection, the more that you practice being still, and it's not like sitting under a tree, it's, you know, it could be just listening to the sounds around you. It's listening to the breath, you know, the sound of the breath. It's just distracting or distracting your thoughts from the external and bring it into one point. Um, The more that you practice like a Tai Chi or breathing, the more vibration and light you will have, the more connected you will feel. And the biggest thing for me as I mature, and it's it's amazing, I love it, and it blows me away still, is your intuition expands to such a higher degree that sometimes it surprises you. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm finding that. The more that, yeah, like a huge, huge, but it's intuitive. and I think that's also with the practice, the more that you practice these foundations is that your intuition does expand, that you're mm. able to, you know, attract the people that you want, attract the relationships, the career or whatever it is. So connecting to that spiritual aspect is just taking some time to be still and have a rhythm in that. Okay. So going to try and control myself here a little bit Kathy because there's so much I could say to what you just said and so much is bubbling up in me but I want to I want to come back to what let's just pick one of the things that you said I'll try and cone in my love a little bit here so a big part of this podcast Kathy is reminding people that the extent in which we connect to our deep cosmic love that is inside of us is the extent in which we expand outwards Right. So I call it the cosmic love antenna because our self-work, our self-introspection, our self-love practices through the mind, through the emotions, through the spirit, 
creates an electromagnetic field that expands outwards and does exactly everything that you just said about the attracting and the and the giving you know bringing people into our lives that are going to help us with our health our relationships our finances all of it and so if there's one practice that you heard Kathy share just then that you you do right after this or right now even in this when you were listening to this podcast is dropping from that head to the heart and i want to i want to share a quick story with you Kathy and i want to get your feedback on this because i think it highlights it beautifully i was with a client and part of how i do my coaching a stage of it is that i guide and hold space for people to move through deep introspection visualization through meditation affirmations all the things and after one of these meditations this client got out of it and usually we break it down and we try and i try and help her <laughs> understand some of the things that she felt and moved through and i asked her how are you feeling and she said love and and then i said to her oh so you 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 feel you feel the emotion of love in your heart or you feel it in your throat she said no harrison i am love and i couldn't i couldn't stop grinning i couldn't stop smiling i'm wondering how you interpret that kathy what comes up when i share that story i'd smile as well because it is so true um and there's not much dialogue I can have around that. I am love. Yes, you are. What, I'm, what I will say is then when we get into that space where we are love, it's, it's it, for me, it's in a space where there is complete openness. It's vastness and we can feel the spirit within it's beyond the muscles and the surface of the skin it's way beyond that um that is what yeah the love is that's what i would describe it as but if someone said i am love yeah yes you are a whole great spirit <laughs> it's uh, one of the missions of this podcast kathy is to help people understand that sentence i am love and um, i am love yeah mm -hmm. And I am the absolute. I am whole. I am all of the elements. I am you. You know, we are connected. Everyone's connected. That's why, you know, we're feeling, you know, if I have a tingle, you have a tingle. It's kind of we're bouncing off one another, even though we might not be able to explain what this is. So that would be my brief description of love, the whole, yeah, I'll, I'll hold that thought, Kathy. I'm going to come back to that, your description of love, because I want to get a heartfelt response to that particular definition. But let's shift here slightly to another topic that I find it's definitely connected to this, but it's often a barrier I've noticed that people run into with this relationship with love. And it's this idea that we feel like we have to be the superhero. Right. We feel like that it is very selfish for me to love on myself when there are so many people suffering in my world. There are so many people in my family that need me. There are so many people that maybe work for me that I need to look after. There are, you know, you can insert your example. 
And what I'm getting at here and would love your feedback on Kathy is something that really shifted my relationship with this was the Czech saying of the I before we and we before all. So I'm interested, Kathy, why do you feel, if you feel that self-love is never selfish? Paul Czech said something to me, you know, to the degree we give to others or to the degree we're giving to ourselves, we are really giving to others. Uh, he said that in regards to my two sons, you know, as a mom, I was doing everything for my boys. And he said, do you love your children? I said, yes, I do anything for them. He said, well, to the degree you love and do something for yourself, you are loving them that much. And that floored me. Um, so, with the aspect of um, bringing in love and that idea, I, with the I, we all, the self-love is we do have to give to ourselves because how can you give from an empty cup? We've all heard that little saying before. If we're in a, a crisis or if we're, you know, our life isn't going according to plan, if we're having relationship financial issues, that can also come down to being not very clear of what we need. And that isn't being selfish. It's adhering to your own needs. So, you know, what's important to you when you understand what is important to you and what you need in terms of core values then giving to yourself doesn't become so challenging because then you realize for me to be able to serve the community, my clients, my family, I need to be able to serve myself first. And it is a hard kind of thing to wrap your head around, you know, but it's definitely not selfish. It's selfless mm -hmm. to give to yourself first, to learn to say no, to have clear boundaries. And I think what people often overlook is, again, the extent in which we can go into ourselves. And I want to be very clear here with everyone. I don't think there's an end to the extent in which you can go into yourself. I'm, I mean, I don't know about you, Kathy, if you've found that spot yet, but the extent in which you can go into yourself is the extent in which you radiate that outwards. So let me give an example here. If, let's say knock on wood, you know, one of my parents tomorrow, you know, gets in an accident and they need me to be there to support them through that. Then of course I'm going to go do that. But let's say they're in hospital and I know that I've been depleted all week from work. I've been there for clients of, you know, I'm, you know, my, my energy has faded and they need me at the hospital. Then it would behoove me to maybe sit down for five minutes in my quiet space, go inwards, create and cultivate that love energy in me first before taking action to go be there for them. Because if I can do that, then my now light inside has now shined a bit brighter and I can now share that with the people that need it. 100%. I do it every time before I get on a call with someone. Yeah. yeah. And, it, you know, and that's all it needs to be. Yeah. Right? That, just... that close your eyes. What does it look like for you, Kathy? Before to to come on a call, I don't you. I will sit still, perhaps, but I'm more about energy. So you know, I might go outside and jump up and down because <laughs> I am a little bit of a loony. Um, or doing some be, tai chi. To be fair, everyone <laughs> needs to go to Kathy's Instagram and check out her amazing dance moves. They they are very beautiful. 
Thank you. If it brings joy to me, people laugh, then that's okay. Laugh with me or laugh at me. That's okay too because I laugh at myself as well. But I go, it's, um, it's priming. It's priming yourself, as you said, to centre and, and sit inside. Um, what's your intention as well, like holding that intention? What is my intention to, you know, bring out or to shine out? Um, but, yeah, finding anyway, but just to be with yourself, yeah, for five minutes before you would encounter that, or even a confrontation, you know, you might be, meeting a relative that, you know, you've had some confrontations with. It's just rather than assuming or preempting that that circumstance is going to repeat itself, sit with yourself and as Harrison, you've just suggested or, yeah, do like Tony Robbins kind of pumps his arm and does that Kapalbadi breathing, the uh, like the fire breath, yeah. you know, anything that, yeah, increases that energy and as you said, shines the light. Mm-hmm. And and realize, you know, just to sort of put a little bow on this and then something else I want to ask you here, Kathy, realize that, you know, you're, you always have a choice, right? Don't give your choice away. Don't give your power away. Don't say, well, I didn't have enough time. You know, that person was in this, so I had to know you're deciding, right? You are the most powerful person in your reality. So take your power back and create the time that you deserve. Right. I just want to make sure people hear that, right? Because you decide that you're always making choices and no choice is still a choice. Kathy, I want to shift one more time here to another, and we've gone, we've gone in, we've gone out. And now I want to bring it back in to a bit more specific knowledge here that I know you have insight in, you know, you work with women, right? You work with 45 45 years and older, age gray, age frame, age group. So I'm wondering, Kathy, with everything that we've said today from a little bit of the body, the emotions, the spiritual elements, what, what do you want to share? You know, I think about how society at large views men and women. And from a health perspective, I think the, 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 the female sex has got a bad rap in terms of you know, the science that's been done. We know that most scientific studies, for example, are done with men. So a lot of the the scientific research and the information is skewed towards the masculine body. Then when they do women, they're not, they're not doing, which I know it's not your demographic, but when they do start do studies with women, they're only, they're not, they're only measuring post-menopausal women. They're not measuring women that are menstrual in, in, in their fertile years. So with that sort of base, there's a lot of, I don't want to say the word misinformation because I know that's a, 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 um, a, what's the word? A very crucial word at the moment that's being chucked around very flippantly. I'm wondering, Kathy, what would you say to the women in general, maybe the women 45 and plus that can help them with their health? What do they need to hear that maybe they're not hearing? Oh, uh, there's so much. There's, yeah, it it is misconception. There's a lot of information out there. Um, What I... What I suggest, because there's so many women that I work with in this age group, in the midlife age group where the perimenopause, like even 40, um, is that this, we need to take each phase of our lives as a rites of passage first um, to not compare. And I know, you know, men and women, you know, we're equal, but not the same. But if I can refer to 
you know, the women listeners, because um, that's who I predominantly work with, it's if when we're going in through this phase of our life, it's to embrace and to accept that this is another transition, that these this is our wise years. It's where we have so much to impart. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. And as you said, with the choices, we always, always have a choice. Even doing nothing is a choice. So it's coming into this space or this phase of our lives also that if there are a few pain teachers that are starting to creep in is to just have a, a look back and, you know, nothing is happening right now. It can be an accumulation of how you've lived your life. And it doesn't mean that you can't change or make some beautiful, healthy differences in your life. It's just not, I would encourage women not to move into this phase of our life with doom and gloom. It's a time, yeah, which is we do have a lot of wisdom to share. And it's usually a time where we start to have more time to ourselves. And then when we have more time to ourselves, because we've been people pleasers and doing everything for everyone else and, you know, saying if we do something for ourselves, we're selfish when we come to this point, if we haven't been giving ourselves that self-love and that time, we get to a point at this, you know, 45, 50 or whatever, it's like, oh my gosh, what now? What do I do now? Because my children aren't really as reliant on me. And, you know, I might've moved, you know, relationships have changed. I might be finishing work and now a lot of it's uh, there's an incredible statistic about how many women actually leave the workforce because they feel misunderstood and they feel that they're being laughed at um, because you know that we can be get we can become forgetful or you know we start to have a bit of a glow a little bit more often so what I encourage is to embrace and accept that these this is a transition it is a rites of passage and that we can chat we have the choice to do things differently if we want to create health and vitality in our life. I hope that answers your question. Oh, I could I could speak no, forever it, on that. You, you know, it's my, it my jam. It does, Kathy, and I'm getting a lot of sort of matriarchal energy that is needed, right? We look at, you know, I, I look at traditional cultures, which I'm often looking back, and you'll see a lot of the, and I think this applies to men and women, but let's keep it within the female context. You see the elders of the tribe, they become more respected. They become more sort of they're the person that we go to for advice and support and and wisdom and and the place, the person and the place that we look up to for okay, where are we going? And we look at society at large at the moment, we don't have that, right? We have we have retirement villages for both men and women where you go where with your sickness that is not going to kill you, but will sustain for as many years as possible. So we can just, we can keep you in that, in that alive, but sick state. So I think this applies. Yeah. Yeah. System too. Yeah. 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 So, well, so I'm interested here, Kathy, what advice would you give to maybe a female that's in this boat that is maybe have noticed that they're in this transition? How do they course correct? What's, what do you think they should start doing? I would get very clear on where you would like your, the rest of your life to go, which direction 
you know, what's important to you? Because I think, you know, we talk about having, you know, the dream, the one love or, you know, your why. But at this point in time, what is it that you wish to create, you know, or are you, you know, saving for a retirement home or, you know, what is it? Because if we don't, if we aren't clear, then we don't have a direction because a lot of people are lost. So that's would that would be my first one. Um, and to seek those who are already doing what you want. So if you want to reach a certain point of health and vitality, seek those who have that that can help you and do little things. Don't feel that you have to change everything overnight because it's a continual journey and we have different stresses every single day. I would say meet yourself where you're at with Mm. love and acceptance and enjoy this process this journey this this transition transformation in many ways mm-hmm. kathy i think that's very that point about taking making a choice lining up with your dream goal and objective and then taking a step often especially within the holistic world we feel like we need to do all the things but we forget mm-hmm. that the most important step that we can take is the one that's right in front of us Right, take that first step, listen to that feeling, go back to that sense of love, that heart compass that we all have, and take the step that feels best. Kathy, I have one more question for you, but before I get to that, I want to give you the space and place now. You know, we've been listening to your voice in this episode. We hear your love, we feel your love, and we can see all the beautiful things you're doing in the world. What do you want to share? that maybe you're working on at the moment. I know that you also have a beautiful podcast that you're sharing your voice and light on. So I'd love to hear it. What do you want to share with people listening? I coach women privately. I have a couple of programs. I have a movement in midlife program where it's a three-month program, 12 weeks, 24 sessions of working from the inside out, getting you strong from the inside out, which will carry over to your daily life and boost your confidence. I have how to get your mojo back, which is in another transition now that will be online soon. And I also have um, upcoming a Tai Chi program online as well. It's like 30 minutes, four weeks where you can create that balance. You know, Harrison, you're talking about the body always wants to be well. We want to be moving to homeostasis. So having that Tai Chi, that balance to help you to connect to the heart, that will be um, going out to live in the next month. And you follow me on Instagram. I just, I love to connect, you know, and uh, the podcast is the Rejuvenated Woman Podcast. It is available on my YouTube or Spotify or Apple, and we're just having a season break for that at the moment. But there is 12 amazing sessions up there with some expert health and wellness advocates. Including Miss Kathy herself and her beautiful <laughs> voice. Kathy. You're such a gem. I uh, I reflect, Kathy. I take your love and throw it right back at you. Kathy, I what I'm gonna do, I'll put all those details in the show notes. So I'll get them off you. And if you're listening to this and you love Kathy's voice, you love her purpose, her passion, her mission, then uh, please look at the show notes of this episode and you'll see links to go reach out to her and connect. As I promised, Kathy, I want to come back now to a question I wanna I wanna that I ask all my guests here on the Cosmic Love Antenna. And that question is as the base of this antenna being love 
and that and that loveness that we all are, I think it's very important that we have a definition for what love is. So I'm wondering, Kathy, how what is how do you define that L O V E word? Mm, I'm going to do a Harrison. Mm. Love. How do I define love? Love comes in many forms by word, by action, by service. Um, Love to me is the absolute. It is who we are. Um, I've never been asked that to analyze or to bring it down into a word, really. I think, yeah, I say it like the absolute, the love is, there is no end to love either. It is best if it's unconditional. I think we're all striving for unconditional love without the conditions, which, you know, we end up in love, I do believe completely, solely. We start from love and we end in love. And I think if we can just hold that and find ways to express it more. Love to me is tingles, definitely. (laughs) This episode, this episode in general. Kathy, that was beautiful. Thank you for answering that question. I know it's hard. That's That's why I wanted to do this platform in general. That's why I wanted to ask that question because I know from my story, where things started to shift is when I started to see love for what it was more inside of me. When I started to define, I don't have a complete definition. I think we're all moving and always progressing. But once I started to ask myself that question, that's when I noticed when things started to shift. So I hope you as a listener, you know, with Kathy and the other episodes you've listened to, that shift has started to occur within your being. Kathy, I love you very much. Thank you I for love coming. You received thank you for coming on my episode uh it's been nice to hear your voice and connect deeper with you beautiful souls thank you for listening this has been another episode another connection back inward through the cosmic love antenna i'm wishing you a lovely morning evening afternoon wherever you are in the world kathy and i love you unconditionally we'll see you next time and we're out Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. 
my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. 